Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Masech the Shabbos, finishing the 14th parak. Parak Yadalad, Mishnah Gimel, and Mishnah Dalad. And we're going to be discussing the prohibition, a rabbinic prohibition, of taking medicine on Shabbos. The halacha is that if someone is ill, someone's sick, not a real illness, but they're feeling unwell, so they are prohibited from taking medicine or take, doing any sort of medicinal treatment on the Shabbos. And the reason for that is because most medicines come from crushed up roots or when you grind other various natural natural elements and then you ingest them or put them on your wound or whatever or other area of your body that is inflamed or whatever it may be. And the problem is that is tochen, grinding. Once not allowed to grind on Shabbos, that is an actual prohibition. And in, an extension of that is that we then rabbinically prohibited one from t- you t- taking medicine because, again, most medicines come from grinding. Therefore, our mission is going to discuss what if you have something that could be used for medicinal purposes but also could be uh, ingested because people enjoy the taste or, like, other benefits from it. What's the halacha with that? You see, because part of the issue is not that you might know you're taking something for the f- because you like it when you enjoy whatever that, uh, that that item may be. But what if someone watches you and says, oh, the reason that they're ingesting that sort of plant is not, and it's because they're they're sick and they're t- taking it for the healing powers. They're, then they may draw the conclusion that if that person's allowed to take something for healing powers and I can take any medicine and then they'll come to grind up medicine on Shabbos. So not only is there a prohibition to take not only is there a prohibition to take use medicine on Shabbos, but it's seemingly there may be a problem of the Mars Ayn component of taking something that could be interpreted as taking something for healing powers purposes because that will cause others to then take medicine on Shabbos. So let's see our Mishnah, and we'll get a little clarity on this topic. Ain Oakland Azov Yayin Shabbos. A person may not eat Azov Yon on Shabbos. It's some sort of hyssop, and the reason for that is because it was used for to kill intestinal worms. So, therefore... And why not? No one healthy would want to ingest this Ezov Yon. So the reason that you're doing so is only because you need to uh, you need the medical treatment that comes from it, and therefore it's prohibited to do so on Shabbos because again you're not allowed to do uh, things for medical treatment on Shabbos. I will as Yozer, but a person may eat Yozer on Shabbos. What's Yozer? Yozer is Penny Royal. Penny Royal is a species of flowers. Um, in the mint family, it, when you crush it up, it has a very strong smell of spearmint. It's found, it's native to Europe, North Africa, and the Middle East. And it's a traditional folk remedy. According to the Holy Rabbi Wikipedia, it's used for lots of different things, but it's also a culinary herb, meaning to say that you can also use it as a garnish or to give flavor to your food. So it's used both as, for its medicinal purposes, for medical treatment, but also for culinary purposes. It happens to be, for those of you who are keeping track, if you do find so, it could be toxic to liver and has caused some death. So I would ask your doctor before you ingest it or look, read the label. Okay, that was just from the FDA. Moving right along. So this penny royal one is allowed to eat. Why? Because it has two purposes. There's a dual usage for it. Some people use it for the medical reasons, but some people use it just because it's a culinary herb. And therefore, because you can use it for either, we allow you to use it on Shabbos for the culinary purposes. And so too, one may drink Aburav, Vishosa Aburaya, which is some sort of branchless tree that was soaked. Um, there as well, it was used for... Um, 
sometimes for because healthy people enjoy drinking it. There was some benefit. It tasted nice. And for others, they would do so because it, it had some sort of a power or an ability to nullify the effects of venom from a snake. So if someone was concerned that perhaps they ingested venom or drank water that a snake had put venom into, ingested, uh, put ve venom into, so then they would drink this, uh, this aburia. Now the Mishnah is just going to kind of uh, zoom out and give us a general claw. A person may, may eat any food that a healthy person may eat, even for healing purposes. So let's say there's a food that it has healing purposes, but most people eat it because they, it tastes nice and, then they, and not because they care for the, for the uh, medical benefit. So then a person may eat this food even if even if they're eating it for the medical purposes. And the same same thing exists with drink. Um, even if a healthy um, if a healthy person drinks it, then you could drink it also for the healing purposes. Chutz be made to call him, except for the waters of a certain palm tree in Eretz Yisrael, which the um, the Rav here on the side and the Gemar, base of the Gemar tells us it's it's, it's a certain water, it's a certain spring that's located between two palm trees that was used for medicinal purposes only. The coast ikarim and a, it's called a, co a cope of sterility, which was it's some sort of me medical potion. Which the side effect was that sometimes it causes someone to be sterile. Why with liroka? Because these things are used uh, primarily for curing people, and not, therefore not drunk by healthy people. However, I will show you made the So therefore, a person can only ingest this um, or drink this 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 um, this made to call him or this um this cozy karim if they're doing so only because they want to quench their thirst or they want to anoint themselves but they cannot do so for healing purposes and the reason for that is because when you have something that could be used for either or so then we allow you to use it for the healing purposes because people will just will, will look at you will say they're using they're doing it because they enjoy the taste but if you have something that's only used for healing purposes so then you're not allowed to use it unless you're using you're not using it uh ingesting it for the healing purposes but because you're really really thirsty you're like okay i'm just going to drink this therefore i will show you made to come with some oh and you can also put on oil on your skin oil from vegetables on your skin for the healing purposes, but uh, excuse me, not for healing purposes, but just because you want, but just because um, you want to uh, soften your skin. Again, so just a quick overview. What our Mishnah tells us is that when you have something that's used solely for medicinal purposes, one's not allowed to use it on Shabbos unless their only intention is to uh, for for culinary purposes. Whereas if you have something that can be used for both medicinal and culinary purposes, then you can even use it for medicinal purposes on Shabbos because people who see it will interpret it as using it because you want the taste. However, there are going to be certain things that are so obvious that are being done for medical purposes, for healing purposes, that we don't allow you to do. So someone who has a toothache, a person cannot sip vinegar, and what they do is sip, sip vinegar, and that would somehow nullify the salt, there would nullify um, the pain, and then they'd spit the vinegar out. Ah, what can you do? So what if your tooth hurts? Metabolhubakadarkum. People would take bread. It was a common, a common thing. People would take bread and they'd dip it in vinegar to give it taste. Vin this wrap and this wrap. So this person, you can't, you can't uh, gargle or sip vinegar, but you can dip your bread in vinegar and then uh, eat that bread. And if the vinegar heals you, so the vinegar heals you because that, that looks like a normal way. Madabal Kadarka, the usual manner to eat it. Vinus rapinus rapa. If you're cured, you are cured. You're cured. Hachoshish bimasnov, a person who feels pain in his loins. We not smear them with wine or vinegar because people don't normally do that except for medical reasons. Avasahu is a shemen, but you may smear with oil because that was done. Even healthy people do that as well just to soften their skin.
However, you cannot you cannot use shemen vered, which is rose oil. It seemed that they extract oil from roses by using the sun to heat them, and then the oil would would leak would come out, and they, that oil was very very expensive. So you cannot use rose oil to smear on yourself because the only reason someone would use rose oil, which is so expensive, was for medical purposes. However, someone who's very wealthy, as in a prince, they could use rose oil on their wounds because people who see them will say, Because ordinarily, they when they want to soften their skin, which is not medical, they just want to have it's nice, smooth skin, they don't mind using the expensive rose oil. So whereas your common your common folk would never use rose oil other than for medical reasons, they're not allowed to use rose oil on Shabbos, but a prince is allowed to. No, all Jews are like princes, as in to say that we're not going to discriminate between various groups of people. And once we say that the prince is allowed to use rose oil, then we allow even the common ordinary Jew to use rose oil as well. And therefore, if they have this pain, they can use rose oil. And because it can be interpreted both ways, either for medical reasons or because they're just trying to soften their skin, we allow them to do that and we'll say they're just trying to soften their skin. I wish you all a wonderful day.